Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. Rise up. The answer lies in the heart of battle. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Hadouken! It's time for your Talk Time Live exclusive. You are now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot tell you how much I've been looking forward to my next guest. For those of you who listen to my show, you know how much of a gamer, but also a wrestling fan I am. I try to interject and assimilate wrestling into all things anime, comics, movies, and games every single time. But I couldn't be more pleased to be uh, able to talk about that on this particular special exclusive. So on the show right now, I have Mike Herman who is the owner of Retro Studios. They are currently working on the most talked about wrestling game coming in 2020 called Retromania Wrestling, which will feature wrestling stars of the glory days, uh, days of extreme, as well as stars of today. Mike is here to talk about that and much more. Mike, welcome to Talk Time Live. Hey, Dax. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, man, this is awesome. First of all, before we get into anything, this is what what really, really excited me about when I went onto your website and saw the information there. Are you guys really in Collegeville, PA? Yeah. Yep. Collegeville, yeah, PA. So, you, I can't tell you how awesome that is. I mean, you know, Philly has pretty much everything. We, we're we like, you know, yep. we're the home of ECW. We're the home of much to people. A lot of people forget we're the home of Ring of Honor. Yep. <laughs> and now, to, yep. even though it's Collegeville, which is not too far away from me, we have now a video game company. And this yep. is awesome. And not only yeah, that. Yeah, just 45 minutes outside the city. Dude, like, I. College, like movie taverns down here. I can go down here yeah, and yeah. check you guys out. What the hell? Well, hey, uh, if you are uh, around November 23rd, we're going to be at the House of Hardcore show at the ECW Arena. Is that right? And, yeah, and I believe we'll be set up. There's actually a uh, like a fan fest there during the day that Saturday. Right. I think from 9 to 3. Uh, so we're going to have a table there as well. So. And we're demoing the game at that that uh, convent or at that show. So. You just sold me on. First of all, I haven't been to the Twenty Three <laughs> Arena probably. I think last time I've been to the Twenty Three Arena, aka the ECW Arena, was like uh, I think uh, a taping of Ring of Honor, and that was like way back during the HD Net. <laughs> right, right, right. So uh, I haven't been there since, but like I mean, you're going to be there. The House of Hardcore is going to be there. I've, I've never had a bad time at the Twenty Three Hundred. I used to go to the original ECW. Yeah, I, I was there once. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you what, people don't understand the hardcore crowd. These are the originators of it. And it was it looked from from the TV from TV. You know, it looked like we were rowdy as all hell. But if you actually go to those crowds, they are the nicest people ever yeah. at yeah. the time. You know, hat guy and all those. things. Right, right, right. They used to call the extreme 
you know, important, uh, you know, uh, area. Yep. <laughs> the AIP, yep. the EIP section. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> awesome. First of all, shout out to the fact that you got. I love your uh, seat. If the, the listeners don't see it, but I'm looking at right the camera view, and he has this awesome Marvel uh, edition Spider-Man game chair. Where did you get that from? Uh, this is actually my my son's, uh, but he has a hardwired internet connection here, so I'm sitting in, in the. We have a little uh, like ten by probably seven room down in our basement. It's a ga- our game room. Nice. So I have I have three boys. So the four of us spend a lot of time down here. But this was uh, this was a pr- actually my uh, my brother gave this to uh, my youngest son. Oh, points to him. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's get down to things. So you are the owner of RetroSoft Studios, but before that, you studied and as an undergrad in accounting and later mastered in software engineering, which eventually led to you creating. Uh, or starting RetroSoft. So my question in, in reference to that is, you know, was this always a plan for you to have a moment in your life where you just said, oh, I mean, well, was this always the plan, in other words, or did you just go off and say, I want to do something that, re- that I really love and, you know, live in a reality where I do something that I enjoy uh, and can be proud of? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I, I, I would be lying if I said I had this planned out from <laughs> – <laughs> from college right but i, I mean I, i've always loved wrestling i've always loved video games and uh, in being in accounting and finance it's not the sexiest uh you know um look i took accounting class it, i i right. i bow down to anybody who's even went farther <laughs> than beyond the classes and went and pursued it as a career it is bless you all <laughs> yeah yeah no but you know it's 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 been good you know you meet a lot of good people through through the job i still that's my primary uh business that i co-own mm-hmm. um so that that's still running you know i still that that's probably take, that takes up more of my time than uh well maybe it's even even i don't i don't sleep much lately but uh but no this Welcome is more the uh, retrosoft <laughs> studios is probably more of uh, my wife calls it my midlife crisis a little bit you know what i mean <laughs> So, you know, you turn 40 and you're like, what have you done with your life? There, yeah. I'm not saying I had a midlife crisis, but you start, you know, you, you kind of look back and see what you've done over the years. And you're at a point now, I was, or I was at a point now where I was like, am I ever going to make a video game? That's right. always something I wanted to do, thought about right. doing. Now that I thought about since I was a kid. You know, I loved video games. I actually programmed some fireworks on BASIC on like an Atari 800 computer. <laughs> um you know, but I never really took that one step. Now, when I did get my master's, I, my last project I did was I wrote a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it was, you know, it was more modifying some source code uh, than writing it completely from scratch. But I wrote parts of it from scratch. So I had a little bit of a, a bug there. But, um, you know, we we started our business back in, um, well, it's been like 13 years now that we went out on our own. Right. Um, and so that's really consumed my time. And then raising three kids, coaching. I coach basketball. We're big go Sixers. All right. We're big basketball fans in our house. Uh, but, uh, so, but, but, you know, fast forward to about two years ago is when I really started thinking, you know what, if I'm not, I'm never going to do it if I don't do it now. Absolutely. So that, that's when I decided, you know what, no one, and I was waiting for someone to make this game, you know, <laughs> Wrestle right. Fest was awesome. It was my favorite arcade game growing mm-hmm. up and they tried to do it on that iOS game, which, wasn't very i didn't yeah, like I it remember I, that. I remember that i remember that some people might have liked it i wasn't a big fan of it um it kind of didn't go in the same art direction and i thought that was that was one of the, the biggest charm of it the was. original it was game. that over uh exaggerated muscle tone right. and cartoony style yeah so i was like you know what 
I'm going to do it. So uh, it started as a hobby probably even longer than that. But two years ago is when I took it, started taking it seriously and started hiring people with more experience than myself to actually make the game. So I'm the, I always say I'm the least experienced, uh, game developer on our team because everyone I have has published titles under their belt. That's uh, helping me make this. Awesome. So, you, I mean, we talk about we just talked about that. It celebrates the spirit of WrestleFest, which I actually still own, by the way. And uh, that's still, awesome. I have the ROM for that, and I yep. still play it. Um, not the easiest thing to play, I tell you that. But it's just something about it that just lures people. It was an arcade game, so right. you know you expect it. But you know, you talked about some of the things that you like, like the visuals. Talk about a little bit more about what you loved about that game. Uh, so you know, I I loved uh, just the the visuals were great. The, the game modes, you know, you had an arcade game with two distinct game modes was always awesome. Where you could play Saturday Night's main event, and I love those Saturday Night's main event logos. Right. So we're we're doing those in our game as well. Mm-hmm. For every wrestler has their own Saturday Night's main event logo. Uh, the way the the moves really progressed, so it was a little constricting the original game, whereas. Um, you could only do certain moves to start the match, and then yeah. they automatically – like A was the the button for everything. So A did a snapmare, then A did a body slam, <laughs> then A did a side suplex, then A did a DDT, yeah. right? So we, we were going away from that where we're giving the players more control over the moves that they awesome. can do for sure. It's kind of a hybrid of – you know if you want to say – I'll tell you, we borrow from everything, and we're trying to put our own spin on it as well. But the, the two biggest probably influences for me are obviously WrestleFest and probably Fire Pro yeah. because I, yeah. I love that game as well. Absolutely. You know, I, I play Fire Pro World now um not as much lately because we're developing this but i like i like more moves so we can we have the we have a a weak medium and strong button to do a to grapple moves right um so you can pick but we also have a momentum meter which we're we're debating on whether we're going to show it or not because i know fire pro has a similar mechanic i think yeah uh but because you if you try to do like your finisher right off the get-go you have a very small chance of doing it i like that i like that yeah, it gives a better challenge too that's similar to what we're doing as well yeah you, so, should, but, you shouldn't be able to do it that quick right right and that, that's kind of you want that build and that's what wrestlefest had mm-hmm. uh it had that build up to when you hit your finisher game over you know yeah. you know you won mm-hmm. except the perfect flex oddly enough was kicked out of more frequently than any other move <laughs> they did, which they gave, still they bothers gave, me to this day but it, it gave it no respect <laughs> Right, exactly. I don't know what they had against. <laughs> Apparently, Kurt Henning was a big ribber, so maybe uh, he ribbed somebody at at uh, Technos. That is absolutely. You know what? Right? I wouldn't be surprised. Or or Vince probably said, "You know what? Get him." Right, right. Got <laughs> a perfect place. But the DDT, you hit that once. It was game done. over. You know what yeah. I love about the DDT? After all these variations of the DDT throughout generations now, it's not even just years; it's generations. Yeah. If if, if Jake the Snake does it, and he does it the way that he does it, when he slaps you in the back of your head, right. it still looks more effective uh, than all these other ones. I know. It looks vicious. It looks, <laughs> it looks vicious. Insane. Yeah. Now, there's only a few people who can pull off a DDT and make it look like that's it. Right. <laughs> like right. It, you just don't get up. Yeah, like it's equivalent to a Tyson knockout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So honestly, the cool part is you answered quite a bit of questions, but I will go in thoroughly with them as well. But as a obvious wrestling fan, who did you grow up watching? Uh, so I, I actually grew up watching – I first started with actually the NWA first. My man. Um, so <laughs> I, I don't know if you grew – I know you're in Philly now. If you oh, grew no, up I was Crockett. Philly, I grew up Crockett. I so you're Channel 17, right? Yes. Was, or, was, or Channel 48, which was once. Right. 
Right, right. So I grew up watching worldwide wrestling, yes. and it was funny. My my neighbor turned me on to wrestling, but I didn't. I I think 11 a.m. was Superstars, and I didn't even know it was on. I always saw the one o'clock worldwide wrestling. Correct. And and he would be like, "Oh yeah, did you see the junkyard dog?" I'm like, "Who the hell's a junkyard dog?" <laughs> like I, this was like I was like eight or nine at the right. time, and I I was like, I, "I'm watching the Rock and Roll Express, Dusty yes. Rhodes." Did you see uh, Nikita Koloff use the yes. chain and and killed David Crockett? The you know, horseman, like that. The whole Horseman promo. Yeah. And every, let me tell you, like when I watched it, and I'm I'm 42, so okay, I'm the same. Yeah, same. There you go. And we got we we live a parallel lives. I think our roads are kind of similar after hearing your story, but. I grew up. What my my brother and sister, my older brother and sister, used to watch WWF. And I, even as a kid, I, I think I grew up a realist. Even as a kid, I was like, I couldn't get down with the fact that a guy was getting beat down so much, and then all of a sudden he, in a snap, he pops back up like he just ate spinach. It right. was when Dusty Rose got his ass whooped, and eventually like broke in the cage. That and, one, yeah, and stayed yep. down and stayed injured. But he came when he got back up after like a week or two. He gave a passionate what we used to call interviews before we knew the term promo. It was like we, he gave a passionate interview and it stuck to me and it was so real and it felt good to, and I, I stuck on him to the, to the high Hills. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. And I loved, I love that, you know, and I'll tell you, you know, I did like the WWF, the over, over, it was a cartoony era when we were growing up, you it know, moments but, for me. but I, but I liked it, you know, mm. I liked, you know, I think when ultimate warrior came out, that was huge. And yeah. like, the, the just uh, the um, Orndorff turning on Hogan. That was a good one. I actually, yeah, yeah. You know that I mean, no, was for great. me. It had his good points, but I, it wasn't like I was totally like not an advocate of WWF. But it was just like I I was so drawn to what was going on. It felt the rugged, the rough, rugged and raw feel of right. NWA, the cowboy right. era. Yeah, of the absolutely. Crockett. You know, it just it, when, that's when Cowboys was cool to me. You yep. know, other people had what they call a John Wayne era. I guess Jim Ross would call that. I had that. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, it was the modern day Cowboys versus, you know, the, the establishment. Right. Absolutely. So and, that's that's one of the reasons we were so excited to, to get the NWA yeah. license in the game. You know, I, I grew up and I know I love what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even before they start, I like the 10 pounds of gold series that they were they uh, had started coming back with yeah. before the NWA power. Mm-hmm. Uh, show even started, and that's uh, that's been awesome. And I'll, I'll promote them six oh five Tuesdays uh, as uh, in today. As in yeah, it's today. This is why I got as my AEW recording. head on right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it is uh, it's a great one hour show. It is phenomenal. It is, it, and that's what really drew me to getting in contact with you because last week we yep. actually got to see uh, NWA champion Nick Aldis. Uh, announced that they were going to be in there. We already knew that the House of Hardcore was going to be in there, which was awesome. And I'm like, wow, they're in the hat. <laughs> and now yeah. you added NWA Power. How, talk about how both of those uh, situations came about. Yeah, so the we'll start with uh, House of Hardcore. So this is right when we started. Um, one of the, the gentlemen working with me uh, who as a consultant uh, by the name of Mike Archer used to work for the WWE okay. and used to work for Acclaim Entertainment. Oh wow, we take that back. Yeah, so uh, I think Acclaim first, then to WWE, and now he's a independent consultant uh, working on a variety of uh, of right. projects. 
But I got in touch with him via LinkedIn. We had lunch. I told him what I wanted to do. And I think – I'm not going to put words in Mike's mouth, but I think he was probably a little skeptical of my idea at first. Right. Understandably so. Yeah, but we had lunch and we hit it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we continued to talk over the phone and then uh, he came on board and started helping me. So he actually – before he started his professional career uh, in business, he actually wanted to be a wrestler too. Mm-hmm. And he was in the same school as Tommy Dreamer. Mm. Uh, so they went to wrestling school and I think Mike said he lasted maybe a year and he was <laughs> like, he said his words, not mine. He was too big of a wuss. Those were his words, not mine. It's not for, it, it, look, as JR say, it's not for the weak at heart. Not yeah, to say exactly. that he had a weak at heart, but there's maybe other strengths. Not everybody's wrestlers. There's sometimes managers. Right. <laughs> absolutely. But so he kept in contact with Tommy. So when, um, when the time came, Mike got up and called Tommy was super easy to deal with. Uh, I've met him now several times. He's right. brought me into a couple shows he's been at. Uh, we've brought him into a, a couple uh, um, video game convention at, out in Oaks. Yeah. Uh, too many games here. Uh, so and actually, mm-hmm. and Tommy's bringing us into the House of Hardcore, uh, the twenty third. But so he was super easy to deal with. We 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 finalized the contract and we got both Tommy and the House of Hardcore licenses. So awesome. you're gonna see the House of Hor- Hardcore belts in there, the arena yes. in there, banners. You know, anything we can do, Tommy's really easy to work with. Right. Um, and and, uh, and also, like, I've been working with uh, Monique Dupree mm. uh, from his, from House of Hardcore as well. And yeah. she's been awesome uh, coordinating everything, uh, helping me with graphics, things of that nature. Awesome. So just working with both of them has been awesome. Um, and then so fast forward a little bit, then we started – we reached out to Dave Lagana, yes. who Mike had talked to previously. Dave Lagana, uh, who used to be with Ring of Honor at one point. Yep, at one yeah, point I think he's been around. He was at Impact. Oh, yeah, he's well, been, not, he's been around Impact. for quite a while. Yeah, WWE. Uh, but um, Mike had his contact info, so we had a call with them. And we kind of – both of what we were trying to do, although they're in a wrestling promotion and we're in a video game, we our, our interests aligned. It was a good match for them and for us right. to get their license. So they're, they're trying to, you know, go back to that studio wrestling form, but with a, you know, with a current feel to it, you know, a current spin on it, a current. I ed- think they have, they've more than achieved that. It just, yeah. what, which is what fifth episode, six episodes yeah. going in now. Six is tonight. Yeah. yeah. Six is tonight. I mean, like I, there's not one episode I have yet to not enjoy. Yeah, they've it, all been it, great. It, it has that old school Crockett feel that I love so much. I love the fact they don't come out with music. Yeah, <laughs> it is still exciting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then it's a, and that's another thing I like. When I'm, I think I I heard that uh, they said they would probably have music at the pay per view that they're doing, mm-hmm. which is cool. There because I one of the and I'm not going to bash on the current product because I do like I enjoy everything. So let me preface what I'm about to say with that. I'll watch wrestling, period. Exactly. You know, so but but the one thing that, you know, specifically the bigger promotions, it's hard to tell the difference nowadays between a pay-per-view and their weekly television show. Too much pageantry. Right. I mean, you get the same thing in both areas. And I like the fact that the NWA studio show doesn't have music. But one of the things they're going to do on the i believe on the pay-per-view i believe they said was they would have entrance music on the pay-per-view to make it more of a big deal yeah. you know and it makes sense because that's what happened back you know when yep. the, you, you had that um you had the regular studio shows and then after that you had starcade and or you had right. the great american bash at like vet stadium or something like that and they're coming down they, they it became bigger than life because you had flair coming down with a um helicopter you had right. your right. you know the, the red carpet coming you it was just so extra so like why give it all away in the first run right 
Right. You know, and I agree. I totally agree. And this is what a lot of, you know, I guess purists, if you will, I mean, real purists, not the pretentious contrarian right. ones that we hear online all the time. I mean, real purists that, you know, that probably has had experience in the business say that you don't have to do so much. You give it, it. You just yank the proverbial uh, carrot and 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 dangle it and then pull them into it. Right. It it does still work. I don't. I never understood why that didn't work, yeah. or why they but, thought uh, it didn't work to it. Yeah, it's, it's so. I mean, we love what they're doing, and then like they blew. Like Dave did a great job of that commercial, and Nick Aldis uh, did a great job. I loved like, it. like <laughs> so, we saw it like maybe a couple days before it aired last week. Right. So we were we were planning on doing the announcement actually a couple. We've had the deal done for a little while now, right. and we we're just trying to strategically place the announcement. And we were gonna do it, and Dave's like, hey. How instead of just announcing it on Twitter or whatever, let's do a commercial because their commercials have been going over really well. You, you know, know it's funny, the- funny you said that too because I some of the commercials are ridiculously funny, right. but I thought that this recent one last week was like a fake, another like K five commercial, and I, I'm like, oh no, oh no, this is real. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, then, so- and hits why I con- immediately contacted you guys. I'm like, okay, I need to talk to you guys now. <laughs> yeah, and people, people, there are there were comments on Twitter like. Is this real? <laughs> and I'm like, hell yeah, it's real. You know, so it was awesome. And I think that was part of the the kind of allure to it, too, is yeah. where like the Austin Austin Idol school is legit it's as legit. well, <laughs> you know, but he has that kind of throwback kind of, you know, the cheesy kind of uh, commercial that like was done on purpose. almost kind of looks the same. Right. I know. He's in great shape. Man. He's <laughs> like, in great wow. shape. And uh, he's been awesome, too. He promotes us nonstop, which has been really appreciative above and beyond what he, you know, agreed to. So I do have um, a question in regards to, in reference to NWA power now being a part of this, Yeah, the game music in the game, is there any chance? And I think you will make a lot of listeners happy right now. Hopefully, is there any part of part, um, that you could tell me whether the theme music to NWA power will be in the game? Rather, in some form or fashion, maybe even in like a uh, chip tune MIDI. We're, we'll, we'll be talking to them about that. <laughs> I think, I think you know, we don't have uh, currently all their talents under license. Right. You know what I mean? So it's not a full-blown NWA game. Yeah. Where and, and really, you know, they're getting popular enough where they'll probably have one eventually and hopefully we'll be involved in it. But mm-hmm. this one is more of a, you know, I, I'm a big class of hardcore fan too. Right. You know, I would love to get – a lot of the, and even I, just and, for the stages, even just for the stages, like into the fi- that into the fires uh, right. theme song. It not only sounds really cool, old school style, and it fits so well. But if you put that in the format of the video game and just have it like a Nintendo like MIDI right, right, right. type of tune, it's it'll be catchy as all hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're definitely looking to. We want to like really duplicate what they're doing on TV. Like that yeah. was always a, you know, I think we did a we when I saw the first episode. Uh, you know, like five, six weeks ago, I yeah. immediately sent an email to my my lead environmental artist, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "You need to watch this episode and recreate it in our engine." You know, <laughs> and that's what we did. I mean, we we have a couple issues uh, with that we still have to clean up. I think mm-hmm. we have the the American, uh, we have a couple of the flags are off a bit, but right. um, for the most part, it's it's identical to what they did. You know, right? And anything we can do to bring that, excuse me. <laughs> to bring that television 
feel to our game we want to do. Okay. You know, I think the fans will appreciate it. The fans who are who are getting it for the NWA, yeah, part of that, they'll they'll love it. You oh, know? Yeah. So definitely, we'll we'll definitely talk to them about music as now, well. Now, I'm glad you segued uh, me into that because one of the things that I always wanted to see, and you mentioned it prior, just a little bit earlier, you uh, one of the things I always wanted to see in a 2D wrestling game, and I've played a my fair share of 2D wrestling games both here in America and Japan, and I st- I own a library of wrestling games that people have probably not even ever played before. But one of the things that have always been missing, and maybe could be currently, couldn't uh, see it due to limitations of technology or lack of memory caps, uh, capacity, is the wrestlers wearing the title belts or even having a presentation title match when playing. I mean, even Fire Pro today, uh, Fire Pro Wrestling World still does not have that. It burns me when it that yeah well they added a new thing where you can uh uh just recently not to promote that them but yeah they added a new thing where you can modify one of your uh ring attire slots with a belt but it doesn't but it does still so you can get it but it still doesn't like keep track of the title yeah exactly we're doing that yeah so So, yeah we're definitely doing that so the 10 pounds of gold uh mode which was announced as well uh will have that type of presentation in here yeah, yeah, absolutely. Will it yeah. have also like a title defense mode on air for it as well? So or? what I wanted to, and we didn't even get to this part of it yet, yeah. uh, because we've been really our core focus has been getting a singles match to play as Lord. close to perfect yeah. as we can. Mm-hmm. Right? We just started the last couple of weeks. We started the tag team mode, so we're working on that mm-hmm. um, now. But but to answer your question, um, you know that that we want to come out with the titles, you know, and yes. what 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 I was was envisioning for this, at least what I wrote down in our design document is, it, we keep track of who has the title mm-hmm. once you play it. So the first time through, you, you have to go, you have to go through ten pounds of gold mode, right? right? And all this, you know, and I don't know. Hopefully, you know, who who knows what happens? I'm hoping he holds <laughs> on to it. We're gonna have some last minute program changes. But Look, they already uh, took they already took James Storm. I know. I know. And I, that feud's not over yet. I'm interested to see what happens. He was Agreed. distracted. Agreed. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but um, but yeah, I would like to see you go. You start the game for the first time. You got to go win the championship from yeah. from Aldis. Yeah. And whoever you win it with, whatever character is now the champion. Now, if you play in another mode, mm-hmm. I want that person to come out with the belt. Whoever is the current champion. The way you know what? Thank you because. One, I think that creates a whole new form of replay value. Right. Two, these there's only one game, one wrestling game that I think has done that. Uh, and not, No, two. Let me give it two. I think it was WrestleMania 2000, and I believe it was No Mercy that did that. And I love that aspect. It, it, it allowed you to create your own world of things. Right. And it, I stayed on that game forever. <laughs> it's just yeah. something new. Yeah. And they never did it again. I never understood that. Well, I think from a 2D aspect, there are some uh, programming issues around it. Not to get too deep into it, but I I know I'm I'm assuming what Fire Pro is most likely struggling with is with their create a character mode Mm -hmm. uh, and animating the belts properly. Yeah, for everybody and every dynamically for for characters are yet to be created, and Mm -hmm. I, I I'm assuming that could throw them some problems. So, and one of our the biggest questions we get is there going to be a create a wrestler mode and the answer is right now, no, not at launch. Yeah, I figured. Uh, and, I figured as much, if not even not this game. Yeah, I mean, and we'll see. Like the the big reason is if we have a create a wrestler mode, the animations that we the additional animations we have to create 
blows up ridiculously, yeah. right? So yeah. if you ever create a wrestler mode, and if you don't have your favorite wrestler's finisher yeah. animated, mm-hmm. what's the point of having to create a wrestler, Absolutely. right? Not only that, so, just to create a creative suite, I'm assuming, is it, it that's its own little project itself. Yep. Of, yeah. yeah, of just you know programming and put it because it, it technically is a game itself. I I spend hours. Yeah, me too. Hours me too. on 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 uh, CAW yeah. <laughs> modes. I, I mean, I did it back when when uh, I played. I had the uh, the six man scramble. Yeah. On the Sega Saturn, and I was downloading, printing out sheets from the internet and going <laughs> in and and creating wrestlers and uh, you know so it's definitely something I like and I enjoy, but the just. The, the hard facts are we're a first-time development studio, and we want to do what we can do and do it well. Absolutely. So, and what we when I first started doing my feature list, Create a Wrestler was on there. But then when I when we actually did a deeper dive into saying, all right, what resources do we need to actually put that in the game? Yeah. And we're like, hey, let's – and then I scaled it back and said, let's make a fun wrestling game first and mm-hmm. foremost. Get an audience. People will, you know, if we do it right, people will come and want to play that game. And then we can build from, and then, you know, the sky's the limit of what we can do after that. So we're really focusing on that core gameplay. And we're not trying to build a one-off game here. We're trying to build a user base and build a core system and core gameplay that people want to play. So, uh, and it's just like that, it's, it's a arcade game at its heart right? right so that's what we're going for that a 2d arcade game that hasn't been made in in forever absolutely so when you started the idea of wanting to do this you had you absolutely had to figure like think i want something that's not around anymore not something that we're not seeing anymore and in the current state of wrestling games especially the debacle that was uh 2k20 yeah. just recently you i, I gotta ask uh in your opinion what is missing in wrestling games today? Well, I think just variety is the biggest thing. I mean, if you look at the, the three systems out, the three big, well, four, if you count the PC, right? Yeah. So if you have, you have the switch, the Xbox one PS4 and the PC, right. how many wrestling games are out there actually? Right. And let's now? even go further. Let's stick focus on a switch because that, right. had, that recently had a debacle, which well, led us to not having one at all. <laughs> right. So there's like one, I, I think you can get, you can get, um, three count bout, from Neo Geo, which is I, I love that game, but it's hard as all hell. Yeah, it's I, you know, I love the look of that game, but yeah, I exactly. didn't like the gameplay of it at all, and I still played it. <laughs> you know, I still, just well, I, just because was, we're fans and and we, right. just for the you know for, just for the nostalgia and the collectivity right. of it. Well, like, I remember just a little sidetrack on that. I remember like as a kid seeing the Neo Geo come out, and I wanted to buy a Neo Geo for that game, but it was like eight hundred dollars. Like, yeah, seven eight hundred dollars and two hundred dollars for the. Podcast. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I don't know how many paper routes I'll need to get to pay for that. You know. Exactly. But uh, but you have that, and I think um, you can get there's a, there's another like boxy type kind of wrestling. There's wrestling in the title. Well, I do know uh, I do I own that too, and, and okay. believe it or not, that is not a bad game. Okay. It is it, okay. it, it's surprisingly fun. It's more like the muscle wrestling game. Right, right. Well, uh, uh, that wasn't that great. No, it wasn't that wrestling. great. But the, it was it's kind of taken on like kind of like the philosophy that you guys are taking taking what you loved. Make right. it better, and yeah. it, I think it did that okay. to that aspect, and give and also giving it a three D Minecrafty type of right. look to it as well. Well, that, uh, and that'll appeal to people, yeah. though. You know what I mean? So I, it wasn't what it didn't necessarily appeal to me, but I know my kids that would immediately they all loved grew up on Minecraft. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
and they would that that's going to appeal. But the, but the thing is, like, that's it for the Switch. Yeah, that is we absolutely. Just, we just talked about sadly, the yeah. three <laughs> wrestling games on the Switch, you know, and none of them are what we're making. And actually, if you count the uh, Nintendo Classic uh, stuff, oh, too, I forgot, we're, we're right? Pro wrestling. Pro wrestling. So you got to add yep. that on too. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, you're correct. <laughs> Which you know, I got. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, I have the online service. I played it. Still can't get to Great Puma though. I'm still uh, I, know, I know it's tough. It's tough. Well, it's funny in the NES. I had tag team wrestling for the NES because Toys R Us never or Kitty City never had pro wrestling. Right. So I ended up buying tag team wrestling, which was terrible, but I played it a ton. <laughs> right. I got, all right. So here's a here's an interesting question. I, again, with the state of uh, with the lack of having a good quality wrestling game right now. I mean, everything's just. What's happening with wrestling games in, in, in the game industry is almost parallel to what's going on in the real industry right now. Is that WWE's going to, through a decline now? You got Ukes who just they got tired of it and just decided to go on their own to do their own thing. We don't know what AEW's doing right now. And then up comes you guys, which you know created quite the buzz with all of that going on. Is is there pressure trying to come out with this game? In hope, in hopes that you can, you know, be able to please the fan base, the core fan base. Um, I, I wouldn't say pressure. Um, you know, I, more, more just put on yourself. I don't feel necessarily outside pressure from mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, I think the big thing is I, the only pressure really I feel is trying to get it done mm-hmm. and complete and to the point where I'm satisfied. So I don't. We're not going to rush it out like and make the 2k mistake and i get it because they're that's a whole different animal they have stockholders it's a different beast and i I, I did it's the same developers at all no because i know they want more time i I tell you you give a developer more time they'll take it always prove it what happened to them is the same thing that actually happened to atari in that et game from way back yeah. When Spielberg wanted that E.T. game out immediately, not understanding the process of it, and he rushed it out, and it got that. And this is kind of that same – this is – now we're in that dirt uh, hill ditch type of level right, right now with that game. Yeah, so, I mean, we're, we're going to release when we're done. With that said, though, we've, we've strategically started – because we were working on the game about a year, year and a half before we even started marketing it. Yeah. So – we had a plan in place to launch, you know, early 2020, and we're still trying to hit that that date. Now, yeah. if it slips, it slips, but it'll be because of quality control. And I think people will appreciate, hey, we may have to wait a little longer, but right, right. they're not going to get – it's going to be worth the, you know, sub – you know, under $30 or whatever the final price is. It'll be under 30 but it's going to be worth that, and people aren't going to feel like they're getting ripped off. That's we're the gonna, point. We're gonna pack as much as we can into the game, yeah. Um, and make it as you know, it's not gonna be bug free, obviously, but we're gonna squash as many bugs as we can uh, before we even launch it. Until that, until we get to that point, we won't launch. I think that's another thing that people aren't told by developers or people in representing development is that they're all they never. It, no, there's not one game that barely comes out perfect. Right. But they come out to the best of their abilities, and so it just is all in how it is handled. Now, I got to say, for 2K Games, they have the worst customer service I've ever seen in my life. When when 2K18 came out for the Switch, and I don't blame the people that, that – the helpers in particular, they all are you know told to what to do. 
But how they handled that situation, they didn't. They weren't upfront with it. They they swept everything under the rug. They didn't acknowledge it. It was totally like kind of the WWE type of way of doing things, and it just act like it never happened. And to me, that is that is to me is disrespectful to your fan base, to your consumer base. And I like the fact when a company goes out of their way to tell them, uh, you know, we're doing the best we can. Please support us. Please, uh, we will make sure that we are doing the best that we can and give you the best experience that we have. If something happens, own up to it and, and move on and fix it. Right. Nintendo does that all the time. Nintendo doesn't, they don't have too many flaws, but when they do, it's very apologetic and they manage to fix what they do. So, I mean, and what's what we're going to try we're trying to be really transparent through our development process as yeah. well. Um, we post a lot of stuff, you know, spoiler alerts are on there because we're posting stuff. We're trying to draw people in. Like we're st- we started with a zero audience and I want to, my, my social ge- media guy, Mike has uh-huh. been if like so many mics on our team, but, um, <laughs> has been phenomenal at, at our at our social media and we're just trying to grow an audience so we have someone to market to once we our game is launched you know yeah. so just to answer your initial question on this this one was the pressure i, I don't think i mean it's still fun this is a very fun process for right. me so um I'm, I'm not letting it i'm consciously not letting it stress me out um you know so i, I think we're doing something right where we have we just passed i think thirty thousand. Uh, followers mm-hmm. across all social media. So I know a lot of people may follow us on multiple platforms, Absolutely. but so it's not that's not a unique number, but it's still it's a it's something to hang it's our hat on. It's creating a buzz, and what you got exactly. you got NWA and you got House of Hardcore with some legend yep. all legendary figures in there, and there there is a really huge core fan base of wrestling gamers that yeah enjoy like this should be a genre of its own by now, and right. the fact that it's not it still boggles me because of the nature of it. It, it, it amazes me, but you know, if you guys coming out and hopefully others too. I mean, this will be uh, this can really grow into something. Yeah, that's what we're hoping for. I mean, I, I at first when we we uh, for, I first started this, I'm like, is anyone else gonna like this like I do? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like that's always the concern. And when we showed it at too many games back in God now June. Yeah. Um, we went there and I had my son with me. One of his friends were helping me. Tommy was coming. Tommy Dreamer was coming on Saturday to sign autographs. Right. And I was like, all right, is anyone even going to come to our booth? Right. You know, that was my first concern. And then I was like, well, if they come, are they going to like the game? Right. <laughs> you know? And at that point, we didn't have the AI working at all. So my son and his friend had to play everybody who came by the booth. <laughs> but um, I'll tell you, we got nothing but positive feedback. You know, just the, the signage that we had up, if you stopped to play, we knew you were already a wrestling fan. Yeah. Because the, the sign and, and our artists do such a great job. Oh, everything. Our, I love on everything about it. Yeah. You know, I know we're not on video, but I'm holding my shirt up there. I'm actually um, going to be investing in one of those soon, too, by the way. <laughs> okay. So... um. You know, so uh, people, you know, and, and just that, just that little bit of buzz I, I got from from that weekend of people. Wow, people do like this, and then just the the steady flow of followers that we've been getting through social media. Yeah. I think from that that a commercial now a week ago, we've gained another almost three thousand people. Wow, from the NWA announcement. You That's know? awesome. That is absolutely awesome. So. In contrast of Russell Fest, what should we expect? I mean, you said you talked about you want to have more. Uh, more of a complex, not exact. Maybe complex is not the word, but a, uh, a advanced control yeah, scheme than that. Right. But what else do we expect from there? Uh, that so contrast from, from that. From a gameplay mechanic standpoint, right? So 
we we started out with basic WrestleFest stuff. So you have your 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 you have a punch and a kick, and then we added another kind of uh, a strong move, similar to Fire Pro has, yeah. right? And we have so we have a six button scheme where we have weak, medium, strong, a run button, a tag button, and a taunt button. Awesome. Okay, because one of the things that bothered us on the original WrestleFest, this computer could taunt you, but you couldn't taunt the computer. <laughs> yeah, yes. Right? It drove you nuts. <laughs> so we definitely that was one of the things I definitely wanted to add. <laughs> so um, in addition to, you know, if you start with WrestleFest, what else are we adding? Yeah. Corner moves. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, Irish saw whips in the into the corner. Too. Yeah, we saw those in the commercials, too. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah so uh springboard moves off the ropes Uh dives to the outside like pro wrestling had wrestlefest didn't have right um you know so all the all the normal like wrestling moves that you could do on tv we should be able to do in our game we can fight on the front apron um we we can you know so like i said before springboard stuff like that obviously top rope stuff was in wrestlefest we can do that um then uh we're taking a little bit of a unique uh take on our double team moves as well which we're gonna see some stuff that i don't think is too common in other wrestling games mm. uh but some more more scripting done in the in the the double team moves as well and then as far as game modes go single tag we're definitely gonna have six man tag awesome we're gonna look at doing eight man tag i want to do it mm-hmm. but i'm worried that because we like the um the aspect or the the size of our ring uh, compared to the size of the wrestlers, where we went with the WrestleFest um, scale. Yeah. But we 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 zoomed it out a little bit because when you play multi local multiplayer on the original WrestleFest, you it was only like three fourths of the ring. Mm-hmm. So if you played two players, one person could be off screen and the other one would be on screen. So mm-hmm. we had to we had to uh, account for that. So we zoomed out a little bit, but um but. You know, as long as we can fit eight people in there and it's still fun, we'll do that. And then your uh, your various uh, we're gonna do Royal. Or, uh, I can't say that Retro <laughs> Rumble. We're gonna yeah, do right. Retro Rumble. Um, and then we're we're looking to add some other stuff too that I'm, I won't talk about now. But now, any, wait, I any, did see cage matches. That yeah, still... yeah, cages are gonna be in there. Both the blue, big blue and the traditional nice. chain. No, can I ask a question about that? Is yeah. this the traditional WWF esque? climb out of the cage type of win or is this going to be a pin added to it i think we're going to add a pin both pin and climb out of the ring you yeah (laughs) i I didn't i didn't i didn't like one or the other yeah definitely going to do more with the cage than wrestlefest did which basically the irish whip just was the throw into the right right so we're gonna we're gonna use the cage a little bit more of it being just a prop thank you i mean I, i i was never a big fan of the climbing out of the cage Right. Uh, Roll set. Right, just like right, right. you're running away from your opponent. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, and then just the environments. I think our environments look awesome. I didn't even mention this yet, but the, like, for example, our Stevie Richards fitness ring. Yes. Uh, that we've shown uh, the the animation in the background of the people working out there. Um, you know, Stevie has been awesome to deal with. I've gotten to know him a little bit. I know he's uh, uber happy about this because he's a avid, he's a huge yeah gamer. big gamer. He's <laughs> gonna start you know he's gonna start doing some testing for us too, mm. uh, which he's interested in doing, and he's gonna uh, post stuff about that on his channel. Yeah, but he he's been real. I've gotten to know him a little bit, as I said, and he he's been he's a really great guy. I've heard nothing but nice things about uh, him. Awesome. everybody that I've ever and I ever had a chance to meet him. He's, I've always heard great things about him. Yeah. Really down to earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we and the funny thing is, did not knowing this, I, I share a lot of the same interests as he does. Like you know, he's not just 
you know, the stereotypical, you know, wrestler per yeah. se. And, and, and uh, what I'm finding is not a lot of the guys I'm talking to are the stereotypical wrestlers right, right. That, that you think about, you know. So but he's he's into tech a lot, which I you know, he used to have his own tech channel. Mm-hmm. He still does a lot of tech, some tech reviews on his channel, mm-hmm. podcasting stuff, equipment like that. So I share a lot of the same interests as him. We got to know him a little bit. We're actually doing an, uh, a three, four scale arcade cabinet together. Oh, wow. Uh, that we just got the artwork done for that, that he's going to be building himself on his channel. So check, check that out on Stevie Richards Fitness uh, YouTube. Awesome. Awesome. Mike, I got a few more questions, but I just want to say thank you so much. I am so enjoying this episode right now. No, that's all. I, I love to. I could talk about it all day. And I, I got know. a little exclusive uh, news for you, too, oh. that you might want to talk about. Is that right? Yeah. Are we so going to hold off just, on this or are we going to wait for this at the end? We can, well, it's up to you. Let's, what do you let's hit it now. Okay, so one of the things we've been working on for months, uh, we are no longer the spiritual successor to WrestleFest. We can't call ourselves that anymore. Right, right. Because we are now the official sequel to WrestleFest. What? So we've been Arc System Works owns the all of the Technos of Japan properties. Are you kidding me? So as of uh, yesterday, actually, was the signed contract. We are now the official sequel to WrestleFest. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is oh, – wait, this is the first time that it was – Yeah, this is the first – I haven't said – outside of a couple people in our company that know, I haven't said it publicly yet. So we're going to – depending on when this launches – Oh, uh, this will be gonna, expeditiously launched very quickly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, tell you. All right. So uh, we're going to – I'm doing a YouTube video uh, just – announcing it as well but you feel free to post this whenever you want oh, to I gotta change my graphic to add on big news coming <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's absolutely so um we've been working with we've been we've been uh, negotiating with arc system works they're for my the favorite last they're one of my favorite um game developers too by oh way. yeah they're awesome guilt the guilty gear series uh blaze blue lately uh the I, I actually just interviewed way forward who did who worked with them to do uh, uh retro uh, uh river city girls river city rampage yeah yes. city uh, girls yep so yeah, so we uh we have we have the official li- uh, you know we are the official sequel to WrestleFest. Now because of the nature of the license and and you know we obviously can't use the IP that was in the original game. Right. Nor you can. But, nor can you say like the WWF. Right. Or correct. WWE moniker. Right. Right. Know. We can't use that. Right. So but they they do own the rights to the original arcade you know board and ROM you know. Uh, code and all that so we can officially say you know we're the official sequel to WrestleFest and then in addition to that we have also licensed uh, Matt Mania property that's so so you may see some cameos eventual DLC we're not quite you know we have some ideas a bunch of ideas of how we want to use that IP but we we have access to the Matt Mania IP as well that is absolutely phenomenal news. And by the way, great job on Arc System Works. They've been racking up different licenses. Yep. Like people do, like people uh, try to get web ad- uh, web addresses. And <laughs> right. I mean, they I've I, they've racked up a a lot of licenses lately. I mean, they got the whole Konyo Khan series right. that they took from them. Now they're taking. I mean, smart on them. Smart on them. They took Double Dragon recently as well. Yeah. Yeah, so that was I think that was part of the whole. They own all of Technos of Japan. Yeah, they went bankruptcy, and then I think another company owned the IP, and then they purchased it from that company uh, a couple years ago. So yeah, I mean we're super excited um, just to be able to say that now because one of the one of the things you, we've heard 
in comments and things. And you try not to, to react to the negative comments, but you still you tend to focus on those. Absolutely. And it's like, oh, another spiritual successor, right? Like there's <laughs> a spiritual su- Well, you know what? We're the official successor now. Right, you know? exactly. So I, that silences everybody. Uh, <laughs> we're the official sequel to WrestleFest, right. the arcade game WrestleFest. Oh, that just steps the game up even more now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and now we can we have we have use of their logo, the Technos of Japan logo, um, a couple of different versions of that. And we're going to we are able to use that in marketing now as well. So, um, you know, I think it just as a first uh, game de- time development studio with our first game, excuse me, our, with our first game. Yeah. I think it just adds, you know, we're doing this right. We're doing this to the best of our ability. We're putting a lot of time and effort into it yeah. and we want to be taken seriously. And I think this just is another stamp. You know, first the House of Hardcore stamp, then now the NWA stamp, and now the the Technos of Japan stamp. That we can say, hey, we're doing it right. right. You know, we're we're doing it right. So you know what? With that said, uh, well, what one of the last questions I'm going to have is, um, you know, what do you in reference to this? What do you think it will be the best thing gamers and fans will enjoy about this when it's all said and done? Just the game in general. Just the game in general. Just. Uh, my goal is it like I still will play through WrestleFest to this day. Mm. Okay, and it's still fun. Right. And you can play Royal Rumble, you can sit down, pick up and play and have fun playing a wrestling game. And that's right. what and not that I'm saying there aren't any wrestling. I think Fire Pro's fun, but a different kind of fun. This is like you know, you can pick up, play with your kids. Hopefully your kids are into it. Right. Pick up, play a few quick matches, see who the champion is, have battles with your friends. Mm-hmm. You know, and just maybe not as you know involved and complicated, but still enough there to, to have a ton of replay value yeah. and just have a lot of fun playing around. That's not going to like annoy you. Is it will have difficulty levels? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna you're gonna have easy, normal, hard. Yeah. at a minimum. Yeah, I, I mean that that's that will be the most annoying thing. I want to have something that I I am I'm a rest, I'm a wrestling fan. I enjoy it. I want to pick up a wrestling game. I want to play it for hours. I want to be able to conquer it, but also be challenged if I want to. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And just adding more game modes. And and the, the great thing about the, this day and age of video games is mm-hmm. we can add on to this in a combination of both free and paid DLC, you know, d- depending on how we do at market, you know, we can add on to this game and 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 just keep building on it. And then ho- hopefully we do well enough. We'll, we'll make a sequel, you know. I hope our, our listeners are, are and fans are listening right now because I want to see a match beyond like match. I would like to see a scaffold match possibly <laughs> just go yeah, balls to the wall with it. <laughs> there, there, there is artwork that exists. Oh, I will. So, I, I, you're speaking the same language as me, you know? <laughs> so we have different, like you know, talk about the match beyond, right? We have fitting two rings on screen at once mm. and not have the wrestlers too small, uh, is the challenge. Yeah. There, yeah. Right. So if you want, eight people playing that that match you know and then the other thing is um we want to add online eventually uh, so yes. we we started it uh we've already laid the groundwork but i'm not happy with where it's at right now and i feel just the way we're working on the game it'll be better to add after the fact i don't want to take anything away from the fun factor of the game when it launches i agree and, and so I, when we try release to get online, all it's going to work. Yeah, try right. to get everything all up at once and just overwhelm it and then right. without true focus. And I think right. a lot, I've seen games that have done that before, trying to please everybody. You just can't. And right. unfortunately, people have to, us as fans, us as, you know, consumer base, you have to understand the process. We don't know how these things work. Right. 
<laughs> so you got yeah i mean i would love to do everything at once you know i'd love to hire 100 people right you know unfortunately it's not gonna happen that's the difference between what i say like the, what i say living your dream as opposed to living your reality because if we were truly living our dreams all we had to do is snap our fingers and everything we want happens just like that but yeah. we gotta grind for what we do and so yeah. that's the reality and i'd rather live my reality knowing all that i had to go through in order to get what i got done and complete it and accomplish it yep. <laughs> you know? absolutely absolutely so. so, yeah, I mean, just say the fun, you yeah. know, that's the one word that I want people to describe our game. If if people play our game and their first reaction was that was fun, yeah. that, then we're doing it right. Yeah. You know, it just I think a lot of it, you know, the fun factor sometimes is gone. You can do all these elaborate things, but is the game fun. And that's what our core of is of building this game, yeah. a fun wrestling game. Absolutely. Period. Period. So my final question to you. I mean, we talked about it at the beginning, uh, your story, basically, which is, like I said, it's parallel to mine of how we are, like, we've established ourselves through a certain point in time. We graduated from college. We've, you know, wanted to do other things outside of our degrees uh, and, and enjoy it. Like, there are people to this day that still want to do what you're doing. And if I didn't do what I wanted to do, we wouldn't be talking today. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm what would you say to those who I, I have in my uh, Facebook group, ACMG, I have there a lot of potential people who say they want to be game developers, who want to be actors and all this. You took the jump. What would you say to them, to those people who, you know, who want to do that too? And, you know, in their own well, way. I mean, you, you gotta like, it depends on your situation. So everybody's different. Right. Yeah. So like I, I, I'm married. I have a family. I have to, you know, so there's certain things that you you can't change. Like I, I need a source of income, and de game development's a little bit tough. Yeah. So you need that primary source of income. Whether you're going to be an independent wrestler, or you're going to be a game developer, mm -hmm. or you're going to be an actor, or whatever. You know, don't quit your day job. Yeah. You know, that would be depending on where you are in life. Um, that's going to be tough to do. Yeah. So and you know, work on it nights, work on it weekends. You mm -hmm. know. My family has been nothing but supportive of this. That's another. Uh, they're they're helping on me, helping with it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, my wife's been nothing but supportive on it. You know, at first she was a little skeptical, but now she's on board. Mm -hmm. You know, it didn't take much. Um, but you know, it's great. Surround yourself with a good support group. Absolutely. A good, you know, that's very important. And it's it takes hard work. And and you know, um, until you get established, you just you got to plug away at nights and weekends and uh, and just hustle. I was. You know, it I, takes I, hard work. I have, a say, I have a saying to all of that, and it's like, what you're doing, what I'm doing, we have a lot of fun doing it, but we got to work hard to have fun. Absolutely. That is absolutely. one of my biggest catchphrases you can ever hear. Like, it will be a t-shirt sooner or later. Yeah, but absolutely. it's true. And, and Mike, I thank you. I thank the entire RetroSoft team for what you guys are about to accomplish here. It looks absolutely fantastic so far, and I look, I am so much looking forward to, uh, to it coming out in 2020. And uh, we'll keep in track. We'll keep an eye on you guys. And I will absolutely make an attempt to see you on the 23rd in November at the 2300 Arena for House of Hardcore. Awesome. I definitely want to see you in person, get to meet you in person and uh, yeah. get to check out this in person and get some feedback on it. All right. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. It's absolutely. And uh, stay tuned because I will absolutely want you back on the show to talk about any future thing. But Which, by the way, do you have any uh, after this? Have you thought about doing any other projects or this, you just want to make sure that this is stable? This is foundation yeah, I right here.
I mean, I have ideas, absolutely. <laughs> but I'm not really more just – I haven't even written anything down. Just ideas. Let's just get this one out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Let's really just, just focused on getting this one done and done well. Good idea and good, good answer. So <laughs> thanks so much. Um, for those who are listening who may not have known about this, where can they find you? Where can they find out more about the game? Uh, www.retromaniawrestling.com is our web address and then we're on every, all social media we're on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Retrosoft Studio uh, is for Twitter and at Retrosoft Studios for Facebook and Instagram. Absolutely and again he will be at House of Hardcore on November 23rd check him out there, check out the game get a chance to meet him and see what they have for you in store for 2020 I am so excited about this and Mike again thank you so much for being on this show Thank you, Dax. Have uh, a good one. Absolutely, you too. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this. Wrestling fans, I hope you especially enjoy this on the day of NWA Power, so stay tuned for that tonight as well. I guess you should get paid to advertise them. But <laughs> on behalf of myself, Mike Herman of Retro Soft Games uh, Studios, actually, all I got to say is learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games, and in this case, professional wrestling. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. We are out of here. Take care, guys. This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality.